Hello and welcome to the weekly Global Heartstream. I'm Gabriel Gonzalez, a professional coach, artist, and speaker who enjoys traveling the world, connecting with amazing people, and talking about the longest, most rewarding journey that you'll ever embark on, the 12-inch journey between your head and your heart. Through individual and group coaching programs, online courses, and live seminars, I teach a heart-centered approach to personal mastery, leadership development, and spiritual growth that helps people become the most loving, joyful, and powerful version of themselves. The Global Heartstream is a weekly dedicated space to help you reconnect with your heart, raise your vibrational frequency, and remind you just how powerful, loving, and amazing you already are. It's also an invitation to unify our hearts with the intention of bringing more love, compassion, and healing to a world that so desperately needs it. You can find out more about my work by visiting gabrielgonsalves.com, where you can also sign up for my weekly newsletter, join the Heart Leader community, and register for my upcoming seminars. And if you enjoy this heart stream, please be sure to subscribe, like, or comment so that we can reach more people and help make this a more loving, compassionate, and heart-centered world. Hello and welcome to another inspiring episode of the Global Heart Stream. I'm your host, Gabriel Gonzalez, broadcasting live today, 17th of May, from a very sunny and a little bit chilly Granada here in the south of Spain. Today we're talking about overcoming resistance and I want to welcome Amanda, Isabel, Mary, Mariette, Ellen, Catalina, Michalina, I've been checking out your conversation online about uh, where does Amanda Rubler live? You live in Constantia. <laughs> you know, I lived in Constantia, Amanda. I lived in Constantia for, I think, about uh, four or five years. Um, yeah, my landing, my landing spot. Uh, when I first arrived in South Africa, I actually lived on a street called uh, uh, Avery Lane, 14 Avery Lane, uh, right across from the Constantia Village Center. Welcome, everybody, and thank you once again for being with us today. How are you doing? How's your week going so far? I'd love it if you could type in a word or two just describing your current way of experiencing yourself in this week. In other words, how are you feeling about the week right now? Which is another way of saying, how are you feeling about yourself as we move through the week? Today's topic is a very dear one to me because, um, my God, resistance, as much as I would like it not to be, it's very much a part of my life and of everything that I do. And that's what we're going to be talking about. What do you do with the resistance that shows up, especially as we're navigating change, which is the main theme that we've been speaking about this whole month? While you're typing in a few words about how you're feeling, just checking in with me, let me remind you that uh, we have one event coming up, one last event coming up uh, at the end of this month. It's a five-week workshop on praying from the heart. So 
if you're ready to uncover the transformative power of heart center prayer, this workshop is for you. You're going to be learning how to deepen your connection with divinity and live a much more purposeful life. Uh, you may be wondering, okay, Gabriel, what specifically are we going to be covering during this workshop? Well, so glad you asked. <laughs> um, well, you know, um, in case some of you are not aware of, but I initiated my journey onto this, this field of spirituality by taking up studies as a science of mind practitioner at the uh, Church of Agape in Los Angeles with Reverend Michael Beckwith. This is back at the uh, 2005, 2006. And one of the very first things that you learn as a practitioner, it's what it's called the scientific prayer method. Now, this is still my primary, my foundation in how I pray. But what happened over the years as I deepened my understanding of this thing that we call heart intelligence or the path of the heart, I began to apply some of these new new ingredients of heart coherence and establishing a deeper connection with the heart of God and the importance of activating the feeling. And so out of that evolved a uh, yeah, methodology that was inspired in the scientific prayer, but that also uses the power of coherence. So any of you that feel called to learn more about this five-step scientific prayer method, um, applying it, the elements of coherence, then this workshop will be for you. Also, uh, if you're new to my work and you want to find out where you are along the stages of the path of heart mastery, there's a quiz you can take on my website by visiting gabrielgonzalez.com that it's going to allow you to uncover where are you along these four stages. Are you still in essence, with a heart that is very close, like a hermit, are you still trying to protect yourself? Or have you started your heart awakening journey? Or are you moving into the space of what I call a heart warrior, doing the cleaning up and the healing necessary to let more love and light inside your heart? Or are you at a place where you've done substantial amount of healing and you're ready to start helping or supporting other peoples along their own journey of healing, transformation, and change. Again, these are things that you can you can explore by visiting my website, gabrielgonzalez.com. All right, so let's see. Uh, um, good evening, Michalina, who just joined us. Seeing this heart, feeling a big shift. <laughs> you said something else. <laughs> Uh, Ellen says, feeling good and peaceful. Mary says, feeling happy and free. Of course, you're feeling happy and free. You're in the land of the free, Los Angeles. <laughs> um, Mag says, she's feeling determined. Ah, actually, the word determined is in one of our affirmations for today. Um, and Cindy said, oh, I'm going to sign up for the workshop. Yes, Cindy, would be really lovely to have you in the workshop with us. Yeah, okay, it's great to know. Isabel says she's feeling happy. Wonderful. Ah, 
Has the fog lifted? <laughs> I think many of you know what I'm speaking about for the past few weeks. It just really feels like uh, there's been an overwhelming amount of uh, very intense feeling. Many of us have been asked to go quite deep and, and release a lot of things that are no longer serving us, which is very, 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 very interesting because a lot of these things, believe it or not, are intimately associated with this thing that we call resistance. So what I want to do today is to share four ideas that I have about this thing that we call resistance. And what I know can help you navigate whenever you feel resistance to change. So let's dive right in. I'm going to be looking at my notes that I have here right in front of me. If you see me looking down, that's why. All right. Well, the first, the first idea that I want to invite you to consider as it regards to resistance is that I would say 90% of the resistance that the majority of us feel whenever we are embarking on some kind of a change, whether if it's self-initiated or initiated by life itself, is fear. It's fear primarily of the unknown, fear of the uncertainty. It's simply just fear. Because here's the thing, we all have inside of us a built-in mechanism designed to keep us safe. It's part of our survival instinct. It's something that we inherited along the evolutionary chain from animals. It is absolutely part of what we call our ego and it's, in essence, a built-in mechanism that is designed to help us maintain the status quo. Because here's the thing. Our ancestors lived very uncertain lives. And they needed security. And so fear set in as a mechanism to let them know, hey, there's danger. And so at that time, obviously, situations on the planet were a lot more precarious than they are right now. But guess what? We have it still within us, within this built-in mechanism, this aspect of ourselves that wants to keep us from experiencing change because of fear, ultimately, of death. That something will die, that something will have to be released or let go as a result of the changes that we're going through. So if you find yourself experiencing some kind of a resistance with regards to some changes that you want to make, be aware that more often than not, there is a deep-seated fear underneath that resistance. And more often than not, I find that what really helps me when I, when, I, when I do this inner psychological work, we do it through inquiry, um, is to uncover that most of these fears are completely unfounded. Okay, they're related, they relate to something that either happened a very long time ago and so I'm afraid it would happen again um, or it may or it may be something very unconscious okay it may be it may be a fear that is deep down that is quite unconscious that you generates anxiety but you haven't really quite tuned in into that fear but the key is to tune in into the fear and literally have a conversation with that part of you that is afraid of that change because 
that is the one way in which you can bring that unconscious thought, unconscious fear, unconscious emotion into a much more conscious awareness. So facing fear in his face, having a conversation with, with that fear, not to try to make it go away, but just to understand the wisdom that that emotion has for you. Because again, fear is just an emotion trying to keep you safe. That's all it is. So we don't want to kill it. We don't want to fight it. No, we actually want to offer it our compassion and our ear. The second idea about navigating change, especially when resistance shows up, is that sometimes the resistance comes out of a misalignment. Let me explain to you what I mean. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you decided you wanted to make some changes? All right, maybe you decided to start a business, um, to start a new project, and then suddenly, after feeling very excited about it, uh, you realize, okay, it's now time to start taking action. And so you start taking action, you take action for a few days, and then you realize like you're suddenly not feeling very motivated anymore. It's like you have to push yourself, and you're hitting, you're hitting all this resistance. You don't know where this resistance is coming from. Well, though that seems it's just like a natural part of, you know, like a natural type of resistance. What if this particular type of resistance that sometimes shows up, it's because you're completely misaligned with this project or this idea. In other words, it's not really in your best or your highest interest to pursue it, to do it, or just the timing is just not right. You're trying to force it. You're trying to make it happen. And so you're misaligned with it. And so sometimes the resistance shows up as a form of misalignment. It's a misalignment, like I said, with some external condition, just not the right time to embark on this project. Or sometimes the misalignment is internally. There's a part of you that could be related to the fear or the next idea that we're going to be talking about in just a few moments. But there's a part of you that hasn't come on board, so to speak. You know, like the ancient Taoist tradition taught that we have three centers of intelligence, the middle Dantian, the lower Dantian, the upper Dantian. So obviously at the lower Dantian, we have our gut. At the middle, we have the heart. And in the upper Dantian, we have what we call the mind or the intellect. So they refer to these three centers as the, uh, the, the emperor who lived in the heart, in the middle Dantian, the president or the prime minister that lived in the, in the head or the mind, so it was the ruler. And then at the gut area, the lower Dantian, you had the samurai. He's the one that went to battle. All right, so we have these three intelligence systems the the heart, the head, and the gut. And if your three systems, if the general or the the samurai, the warrior and the king and the emperor or the president are not in alignment, guess what's going to happen? You're going to feel divided. And so your emotions are going one way, your thinking is going a different way, and your actions are going in a completely different way. And it's because, again, the house has been divided. So there's a misalignment. 
Okay, there is a misalignment. So this is why I often like to say that whenever you are choosing to make a decision and you really want to make it from the heart, that you ask yourself questions. Does this make sense? So you are involving the intellect of the mind. And then at the level of the heart, you ask, does this feel right? And then at the level of the gut, you ask, does this scare me a little bit? Because here's the thing, you know, all change will trigger some amount of fear. And so if there's no fear, then there's no, really, there's not going to be a big change or you're not, the status quo is not really going to be, feel very threatened. So you want the fear to be there. As I said, fear is inevitably a part of the journey of any, any process of change. So does it make sense? Does it feel right? And does it scare me a little so when you're willing to say, yes, it's like what I know I need to be doing is what feels right. It makes sense that this is where I need to be doing next. And yes, I feel a little scared. feel a sense of feeling alive. Yes. Then you know, okay, it's time to, it's time to embark on it. Okay. Remember again, that fear is just your autonomic, autonomic nervous system, your nervous system, just letting you know change is on the horizon or is about to happen we need to be very alert the third idea is when it comes to dealing with the resistance that shows up with change is an idea that was proposed by professor robert keegan in his book uh, immunity to change where he talks about competing commitments competing commitments sometimes the resistance change shows up because you have an unconscious competing commitment to that change. In other words, there's something else that deep down you are much more committed to than, for example, welcoming a new relationship, uh, doubling your income, moving to a new country, uh, going on a diet, losing the weight, etc. So maybe you give you an idea of how some of these competing commitments can show up um, for if, for example you want to start a diet because you want to lose weight and so you find yourself okay just getting you know getting rid of all those things that you know you need to get rid in order to lose weight but then suddenly start finding having this cravings for these things and then you just cannot really overcome these cravings. And then you end up in a moment of weakness running out to the 7-Eleven and then buying your favorite ice cream or whatever. Okay. It's because deep down unconsciously, you're much more committed to the pleasure, to the payoff that you get from eating that candy, having that sweet, than you are to the actual um, experience of being 20 pounds leaner or whatever that may be okay so more often than not that commitment is related to fear to the very first idea that we spoke about so the commitment is to safety so if you find yourself for example like you decide okay i want to attract a new relationship attract a new partner and then you start being invited to go out on dates or or socializing, or getting invited to a birthday, etc. Somebody's birthday, and then you find yourself making all kinds of excuses because you're so busy, and you start turning all these invitations down. 
you may realize that the resistance is showing up as a hidden commitment. And that hidden commitment, again, is towards safety. It's safer to just to be alone and not to risk being vulnerable and having your heart broken. It's safer to the status, to maintain the status quo because you know the status quo, you're familiar with the status quo. So this hidden resistance to change more often than not um, requires really self-awareness, really observing and asking yourself, okay, what do I seem to be more committed to? Do I seem more committed to being safe, to maintaining the status quo? Do I seem to be more committed to the pleasure that I get from engaging in this behavior or from maintaining the old way of doing things? And then you're going to notice, okay, that is my commitment. And the whole idea, again, is to bring it out into the light so you can own it and so that you can transform it. The fourth idea about dealing with resistance and change is this idea that resistance is built in and it's part of any and all change. It's just natural for there to, for there to be resistance whenever we want to embark on anything. Now, I want to offer you a metaphor. And this is a metaphor of an airplane taking off. When an airplane takes off, the only reason that airplane can actually fly and lift up is because it meets the resistance of the wind. If it had not been, if it's not for the wind, that it creates an opposing force, the airplane would not be able to lift and then eventually be able to take off. So the airplane needs the resistance of the wind. It needs, an it needs an opposing force to be able to lift itself up. So what if you could begin to see the resistance that shows up sometimes when you want to make these big changes in your life as, okay, this is normal, it's natural. There's nothing wrong with me, okay? There's nothing broken with me. There's also nothing special about me. All right. Resistance is just part of change. And then when you do that, what you're doing is you're in essence, you're reframing the resistance and you're looking at it as something bad that should not be there. And instead you're acknowledging like, okay, it's there and I can feel it. And it's the same thing with, you know, with this metaphor of an airplane taking off. You know, all you see is just the airplane taking off, but you don't see the wind. You don't see the wind generating the opposing force that generates resistance so that it can take off, but it's there. So it's the same thing. When you acknowledge that, eh, there is the wind and it's my resistance. And it's when you acknowledge then your own resistance toward making some changes in your life, towards getting up out of the couch and, you know, cleaning the dishes or doing something that brings up some emotional discomfort, you realize, okay, this emotional discomfort is the resistance, but I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway, because I'm now starting to understand that this resistance is part of the journey. When you do that, you begin to see that resistance is not your enemy, quite the opposite. Resistance is in many ways, the force is going to help you take off, 
resistance is also letting you know that there's a part of you within your nervous system is afraid of the change, is afraid of the unknown, is afraid of success, is afraid of love, is afraid of whatever it is that you might be wanting and that it's okay because change is scary. When you begin to see then resistance of being a natural part of the journey, you begin to say, oh, okay, what can I what can I do to involve my gut, my heart, my intellect and everything in in overcoming this resistance so that you take action anyway and you find your alignment? Resistance is just part of any change. It's just part of life. Now here's what I know happens. There is a place, and I call that place the heart. That is the place that I believe will help you transcend any resistance that you may be feeling. Here's what I mean by that. Anytime we try to take action in this physical universe and our projects or whatever it is, but we're coming from a space of duality. Anytime that we do that, primarily when we're operating, operating out of our ego, out of our intellect, when we're trying to make things happen, at that moment, we are going to immediately manifest and generate the resistance. Because again, resistance is part of this dual reality. But the moment you move into the heart, the moment you move specifically into the energy of love, at that moment, what you're doing is you're transcending duality. And you begin to align with the energy that nurtures, cares for, and supports all of life. And that energy itself begins to guide you and support you which is why i often like to say that space of love the space of the heart is also the space of the miraculous where suddenly things begin to flow and that is because you have now aligned yourself with a high vibrational force and that is the space that i want to invite you to come with me as i guide you into today's meditation to work with something where you might be experiencing some resistance and bring yourself almost like an airplane into the vibration of love so that you can then transcend that resistance and surrender it at the same time. So I come up with a little, um, little acronym, which is uh, four A's, I guess, for dealing with resistance. Um, first, acknowledge it. It's part of the journey, okay? Don't try to kill it. Don't try to, don't try to transmute it. No, just acknowledge it. It's just part of this physical universe and it's part of any change that you want to navigate. Number two, allow it. Welcome it. The moment you accept the resistance, the resistance loses its power over you. All right, it's the Wu way. It's kind of like what they do in Tai Chi and many martial arts, where when instead of fighting your opponent, you move with your opponent. So it's the same thing. Welcome the resistance, acknowledge it, and then allow it. Because it is in that mechanism of allowing it where you can then surrender it and transcending it. Next step is align. Align with what? Well, Find your inner alignment with whatever it is 
that new change you want to create, whatever it is, that new thing, that vision, goal, that project. So bring yourself like, to a place where you can say, okay, I acknowledge there's resistance. I allow myself to feel the resistance. Okay, I am now going to start aligning with my vision of what I want to create instead and begin to contemplate the feelings of my wish fulfill and begin to align with what, with what would it look like and feel like to already be, do, or have this thing that I want to create. And then finally, take action. Act, but from a place of alignment. All right, bring in the, the general, the president, uh, the samurai, like all of them, and the emperor, all, all, all into alignment. So you're taking place from a place of alignment. So there they are. To transcend any resistance that you may be experiencing. Acknowledge, align, sorry, acknowledge, allow, align, and take action. Remembering always that resistance is just a natural part of change. All right, so with that as an introduction, I'd like you now to please repeat the following affirmations with me that I've chosen for today's guided meditation, remembering that when we read these affirmations the first time around, we're doing it for the conscious mind, anchoring this new awareness. And then once we are in the heart space, we've activated the feeling or the vibration of heart coherence. We're going to go ahead and repeat these affirmations again, but this time from the feeling, from the heart. Please repeat after me. I have the power to break through any barrier, resistance, or block. I embrace resistance and use it as a catalyst for change. Every challenge I face strengthens my faith and determination. I choose to move forward despite any resistance. I release all attachments and surrender to the divine unfolding. I am a spiritual warrior ready to conquer any resistance with love. With God's help, I'm now transmuting resistance into love. I invite you now to close your eyes if you haven't already done so and bring your focus awareness 
to the center of your chest. As we now move into this heart space that we may then commune with the divine presence that lives within each one of us. Experience our spiritual connection and rise into a higher order of being that is love-based, compassion-based. A place that transcends duality that allows us to align with the universal flow of life. The vibration of unconditional love or the feel that nurtures, cares for and supports all of life. We take a few moments to feel our heartbeat. begin to breathe deliberately and intentionally into the heartbeat, breathing into the heart, slowly, deeply, and nice and evenly. Breathing slower than we normally would. Breathing deeper all the way through the heart and down into the stomach. And breathing nice and even so that the inhale and the exhale are approximately the same length. Establishing a nice gentle rhythm as we continue to focus on the heart. I breathe in and out, I release and let go of any unnecessary tension in the body. Letting go of any tension in the head, the neck and the shoulders. Let 
Letting go of any unnecessary tension in the torso, the stomach area. And the more you relax, the deeper you can breathe. Creating more and more space in the body so that this life force energy can penetrate your body every space in the body. Take a moment now to feel appreciation for ourselves. Feeling gratitude for how far we have come along our healing journey and our spiritual journey for all the lessons learned, for all the healing that has taken place. Feel appreciation for all those people in our lives who have supported us along this journey and even now are holding an unconditional love and compassionate space as we navigate our changes. Feel gratitude for those special friends, soulmates, companions, hard buddies. You know who they are. Feel gratitude for them. Allow this feeling of gratitude to be the key that opens the heart, softens the heart, and allows us to enter into the sacred space that lives within. As you continue to breathe in and out of the heart and feel gratitude and appreciation, allow me to speak the following prayer on your behalf. In the name of the Father, the Mother, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, in the name of the I am presence and the Holy Christ self of every person here today and speaking on their behalf, I connect, align and unify my heart to the infinitely loving heart of God, knowing that where God is, I am, where I am God is. My heart and the heart of God united as one. My heart and the heart of Barbara, Catalina, Isabel, and Cindy united as one. The heart of Mags, Mary, Ellen, Michalina, 
united with the heart of God, the heart of Mariette, Amanda, Catalina, Isabel, united with the heart of God. The heart of everyone who's here present today or listening to the replay, now fully united with the heart of God. With every breath I inhale into my heart, I fill my heart with divine love and divine light that emanates straight from the heart of the Creator. Feeling, seeing, and imagining in my heart a golden light that now begins to radiate from the center of my being. I let this light of God be light in my heart. Let there be light in my heart. Let there be light in my mind. Let there be light in my gut. Let there be light in every cell, in every organ, in every atom, in every DNA, RNA, and space between cells in my body. Let this light that emanates directly from the heart of God bring harmony and healing to my physical body, my mental body, my emotional body and my spiritual or energetic body. Let there be no place in the valley of my human consciousness that is not touched with this infinitely loving light of God. Let this light now heal me, restore me, transform me, strengthen me, and prepare me for the changes ahead. For the next few moments, give yourself permission to feel this connection. With every breath that you take, allow the love of God to penetrate the core of your being.
in perfect unity and harmony with the heart of God. I stand now upon the rock that is got in me, my own beloved I am presence and holy Christ self. And from the depth of my heart, I declare, please repeat after me. I have the power to break through any barrier, resistance or block. I embrace resistance and use it as a catalyst for change. Every challenge I face strengthens my faith and determination. I choose to move forward despite any resistance. I release all attachments and surrender to the divine unfolding. I am a spiritual warrior ready to conquer any resistance with love. With God's help, I am now transmuting resistance into flow. And so it is, and it is so. to invite you now to bring a situation in your life that is bringing up a lot of resistance, perhaps fear, just simply bring the situation into your mind and as you bring it into your mind Can you simply allow yourself to just feel the resistance and simply acknowledge it and be present with it? Offering your heart of love and compassion to this resistance, to this resistance, almost as if saying, it's okay. You can be here. You too are part of this change.
I welcome you. I embrace you. I recognize you. I know that you came from love. For you're here to keep me safe. You're here to protect me. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving me in the same way the air loves the airplane and works with the airplane to help it rise in the same way we allow resistance to be the catalyst for transformation and change and to help us rise into this next stage of our life. Dear God, we love you, we honor you, we deeply appreciate you, and we cannot thank you enough for being the infinitely loving presence that guides, orders, and directs our life. Thank you for the gift of this life. Thank you for the opportunity to be alive at this point in time on this earth, experiencing the changes that come with being human, the passing of the seasons, the passing of change. Thank you for being the rock upon which we, can, which we can stand today in the midst of our heart and recognize that even though the external reality around us may change, there's an immutable presence inside each and every one of us, which is God in us that never changes presence of God and me and every person here today is the same presence that was here the moment they were born onto this earth. It was the same presence that was here in their previous incarnation. It was the same presence that will continue to travel beyond the world of form. But that presence is the presence of God that is indestructible and that is the only reality in this universe we recognize stand upon the ground that is god in us that is christ in us that is buddha in us that is our own atman divine presence we stand reclaiming this divine essence acknowledging that in god consciousness all things are possible that in god consciousness all forms of resistance can be dissolved and transcended. That in God consciousness, each person here today is evolving into their next stage of their life and their evolutions and their relationships and their health and their success and their abundance, their prosperity in perfect flow and harmony with life. I declare this, the truth of ever being here today Declaring this the truth of my life, declaring this the truth of everyone who watches this replay, and declaring this the truth of our brothers and sisters, our families, our friends, our clients, our students, and everyone that we're connected with. For this and more, we're infinitely grateful and thankful. Declaring it done according to the will of God. And so it is, and it is so. Amen.
Gently we initiate now the journey back to the full awareness of this physical reality. So we begin to gently open the eyes, reacquainting ourselves with the physical space around us, feeling wonderful, feeling calmer, feeling at ease. As you're coming back into this awareness, let me ask you, how are you feeling? What new insight, realization, or awareness are you taking away with you today? I'm feeling a profound sense of ease and also connection to the source and to you, to every one of you. Hmm. I want to remind you, if you haven't already done so, to please like this video and share it with anybody that you think who might benefit from it. And then also to subscribe so that you can receive notifications every time that we go live. And speaking of which, I want to remind you that uh, we only have two heart streams left. Yeah, in case you were not here um, last week when I made the announcement, uh, I'm going to be taking a break during the months of June, July, and August. I myself am going also through a tremendous amount of changes as well and sometimes it's very difficult to fix the car while you are on the road okay so i guess metaphorically speaking it's time to park the car in the garage and do some needed maintenance and then also do some upgrades so that when we come back in september you there'll be a lot of new things that um I'll be able to offer you in order to support you even better. All right. So uh, let's see some of the comments that are coming in right now. Um, Amanda says, uh, no, this is Isabel. This is powerful. Thank you, Gabriel. You're welcome, Isabel. Amanda says, positive and committed. Thank you, Gabriel. Uh, I feel empowered, submerged in the golden lights. That's beautiful, Isabel. Ellen says, clarity abounds. Thank you, Namaste Baby. You're welcome, Namaste Baby. Uh, Mary says, feeling peaceful. Thank you. Uh, Maria says, I'm feeling hope. Cindy's heart says, a profound sense of peace and grace. That's lovely. Evan, welcome. He says, feeling peace, gratitude, inspiration. Uh, how many how many clarity abounds thank you namaste baby messages did you send ellen i'm counting three <laughs> michalina says oh wow i feel the showers of the light from the source that illuminated the light in my heart the best meditation so far gabs wow that's amazing catalina says lo definitely need to park the car <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of us have a trailer. <laughs> All the things we have accumulated and being hauled. 
Michalina says, great experience of power to travel to the source. Indeed. Um, you're very welcome, Catalina. Uh, no need to apologize, uh, Helen. Uh, you must have just hit the button three times. <laughs> All right, my beautiful friends. Ooh. That's it for this heart stream. Wherever you are in the world, I wish you a fantastic rest of the week. Reminding you always to take care of yourself so that you can take care of others. Remembering that you cannot give something that, to others that you don't have. So you owe it to yourself um, to take care of yourself. Give yourself self-care, self-care, self-compassion, self-love. Only by nurturing yourself can you then nurture other people. If you don't do that, you're then operating at a deficit. That will get you sick. That will get you out of balance and sick. So remember to take care of yourself so you can take care of others. As always, I send you all of my love from my heart to yours. Until next week. Thank you for being here with me today. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me in this week's heart stream. I hope you're walking away feeling more connected to yourself and your divinity, to the planet, to others, and to all of life. Please be sure to subscribe so that you can receive notifications about upcoming broadcasts. And if you would like to sign up for my weekly newsletter, join the Heart Leader community, or register for my upcoming trainings and seminars, be sure to visit my website, gabrielgonzalez.com. Until the next time, please take care of yourself so that you can take care of others. And as always, I send you all my love from my heart to yours. Bye for now.